Good morning. You're listening to Scariff Bay Community Radio and this is Saturday Chronicle on the 9th of December 2023. Uh, on a bright but very breezy morning here. I'm joined by my friend and colleague, John S. Kelly. John, good morning to you. Good morning, Jim. And this is our last before Christmas. It's our last before our last Christmas. Before. Yes, it is. And I suppose it's it's fine now to wish all our listeners, and yourself, John, right. a very happy Christmas. And you too, of course. The, um, I suppose it's, it's, a, it's a busy time of year and we're all getting ready for Santa Claus and whatnot. Do you remember the 8th of December as a child? I certainly do. We might have a chat about the 8th of December. Who else have we now this morning? Well, we're we're going to be, we're trying to, we have Garda Brian Quinn shortly. Yeah. We have Liam, we have Jim O'Brien to come in to talk about Christmas. Uh-huh. Uh, we have Deborah Dudgeon to talk about a fabulous new book uh, produced by the Killaloo Ballina Historical Society. A most active group, aren't they? A very active yeah. group. And speaking of active groups, John, uh, yesterday you and I went to your old uh, school. Uh, <laughs> we went to the what we called the, years ago the Tech, and uh, we met a group of ladies involved in active retirement. And by God, they're active. Yes, certainly. Can you remember now, there, there's a testimony, um, who was in that g- delightful group. Well, there yeah. were three Marys anyway, I there remember were. that. And we had um, Josie. Yes. Josie Sheedy, isn't it? We had Marie Wiley. And we had Anne Gilday. Yes. And we had Marion Lyons. And we had Una McInerney. Yes. My memory good, isn't it? Uh, we had Bridie Tracy, remember Bridie? That's right, yeah, yes, that's and, right. Uh, who could, who talked to us about uh, killing, she was, she killed more turkeys while we were there yesterday, <laughs> and even killed a pig. And a pig as well. <laughs> and we had um, uh, Marie Wiley. That's right. And Marie's moving into town now. She, uh, so uh, I believe, yes. Like, um, we mentioned Bridie Tracy and Mary Canny and Frances O'Neill. But we missed Francis. We missed Francis, you know. Yeah. And Fran- but we had great fun with them, hadn't we? We had great fun with them. It was really a lovely, lovely yeah. day yesterday yeah. that we had, and we'd play that for you later on. I just before we start, John, I just want to uh, say hi to two special people in my life, uh, Georgia and Alexander, who are visiting Scariff uh, this weekend. What ages are they, Jim? Uh, Georgia is uh, six, and Alexander is five. Yeah, and so, and on the other end of the scale, I have a, a granddaughter in Australia who may be listening in, and that's Sally Minogue. Remember Sally? Yeah, of course yeah. I remember Sally, yeah. yes. So we sent her um, a happy, yeah. happy Christmas as well. Absolutely. Yeah. So to Sally, to Georgia and to Alexander, we were saying hi this morning, a yes. big shout out. Shout out. And yeah. uh, hope... Uh, Hope you're listening and hope that uh, you're all in good form coming up to Christmas. Yeah. Okay, listen, I'll, I'll, I have the news headlines here, John, so uh, I have them only on screen, so we'll, uh, we'll give a blast at them for a few minutes. Okay. Welcome back to the news desk on Scariff Bay Community Radio, bringing you weekly updates of news and events from around East Clare on Saturday, the 9th of December. Uh, right. I'm just 
actually. I have the news. That's the full news I'm just looking at here. Uh, anyway, we'll, we'll have a go at it. Um, we'll just we'll do a little bit. We won't get time to do it all. Uh, Mount Shannon Community Special Christmas Market will take place this Sunday from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. There'll be a wide variety of 40 stalls on the day. Midwest Simon Community will again be recipients of the inspirational June Curtin, uh, founded of Snava Sosta, who hope to raise 200,000 this year. The charity is opening a social grocery store in Ennis to help tackle food poverty in County Clare. And just a reminder, we in Scarif Bay Community Radio still have tickets available for our monster raffle. The first prize is a 55 L. Uh, LG Smart TV and uh, we've also got a Munster jersey prizes from East Clare Fitness a photograph of Mono Hagen uh, and oh yeah thanks John is giving me the thing here a voucher for Ruth Griffin a frame print of Loch Derg from, from Owen Munster personal training from East Clare Fitness a voucher did I say from Ruth Griffin Photography a voucher from the Old Ground a voucher from McNamara's Bistro a hampers from Roger's carry-off licence, Roger's Centra and O'Mara's Pharmacy, a Carrick Dunn gift and a voucher for Leona's Nails and Beauty, and there are more. And tell me, where can these tickets be got now, Jim? I know we'll be running out of them. Yeah, Mike Rogers, uh, off-licence in Scarif, Joey Kavanagh Butchers, or any person associated with the radio, they've all got tickets. Are online? No, they're not online. But My wife got them. No, she didn't get, not, not our ones, no, we didn't put them online. Uh, we, we have them for sale from anybody involved in the radio. Now, the, um, the, I, I can ex- reveal exclusively that the draw will take place in a special programme on Sunday next, that's Sunday the 17th of December at 5 o'clock in the afternoon. And it'll be in... It'll be in the studio. In the studio. Uh, we will have independent witnesses. Yes. And also it will be, like we're hoping to have it live streamed on, on Facebook. Yeah. Um, so we'll be here between five and six. Marvellous prizes, yeah. aren't they? They're lovely prizes. Yeah. Imagine a 55-inch TV, a smart TV now, John, in your sitting room um, for time for Christmas. Would, mm. You could sit now, back and supposing watch. I, supposing Mickey Joe had a... Uh, uh, I think it got already. No. Yes. Uh, could he and and did draw first prize? Could he draw a cash prize instead of the smart TV? No, it's we have the smart TV bought already. Oh, I we see. have it there. So <laughs> okay, uh, well, unless he could find someone to buy it from him at a cut at a special prize. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Canuck Theatre in Tala will be hosting the final concert uh, next Saturday. Uh, the 16th featuring Geraldine Cotter, Ray Orga tickets are 20 euro and they're available online at tickettailor.com or at Canucknagwiha or the Tulla Pharmacy Mary's Meals Christmas gift campaign has started and from as little as 5.50 will provide 50 meals for children in their place of education. You can play your part in changing the lives of those most in need and I suppose, John, you and I were both involved in education for a long time. Uh, it's heartbreaking to see children come in in the morning without a breakfast. And that's coming to an end. Well, hopefully it will. Yeah, yes, it is. It will. Because it's, it's just, I mean, how can you, how yeah. can you study? How can you enjoy 
the fun and games of the day if yes. you come into school hungry. Absolutely. As well as. Absolutely. Um, Clare GA are still looking for your support with their win a house in Ennistraw. And uh, that's, uh, there, there is a cash prize alternative because you have house already, John. So if you won one in Ennis, you could take €330,000 as well. So that, a nice Christmas present. Oh, my gosh, mm. would. Yes. Yeah. Uh, St. Vincent de Paul, our uh, East Clare Christmas appeal, is again looking uh, for your support for their work. Without your help, they simply would not be able to support those still struggling in East Clare. So please try and help out in St. Vincent de Paul. Epilepsy Ireland are inviting people to do the 45 for epilepsy, and that is uh, move and make a difference from December 11th to the 17th, that's this coming week. You could walk or run 45 kilometres, do 45 minutes of exercise every day, or whatever challenge you want to take on for the 45,000 people in Ireland living with epilepsy. So register today and get a free epilepsy t-shirt and once your fundraiser is set up on Facebook. Scarif Library will be holding a circle of Christmas with Karen Foley, uh, Environmental Awareness Officer, on Tuesday the 12th at 6.30. You can learn how to have a sustainable Christmas by going circular. Prevent, reuse and recycle. The Six Mile Bridge Historical Society are inviting everyone to a book launch and uh, of a souvenir photo book of the Brendan O'Regan statue, which will be launched by the Mayor of Clare, Joe Cooney, and that will take place in the Bridge Active Building in Six Mile Bridge next Wednesday, the 13th, at 7.30pm. So, uh, have you seen the statue yet? I have indeed, yeah, yeah and it's, it's very yeah, impressive. Very, very, very impressive. Did you ever meet Brendan O'Regan? Oh, I did. Yes. Uh, he used to uh, allow himself a little break for fishing, in the month of May when the Mayfly was up. Yes. And it stayed in the Tomond. Ah. You remember the Tomond Yes, Hotel of course. Tomond yeah, Hotel okay. down near the bridge, near yes. the chip, chipboard factory. Bee and Mary. Yes. The two finest ladies. You Absolutely. Could meet walking yes. the road. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, oh, Brendan Regan, very modest man. Yes. Very yeah. Anyone who's ever met him yeah. says that, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, Liam Skelly now would be a great admirer of Brendan's. And a great friend. Yeah, they would have worked together they for would. many, many yeah. years. Yeah. Okay, we go on. St. Joseph's Secondary School pupils in Tala will be presenting the wonderful music Greece from the 13th to the 15th of this month, that's next week, at 7.30pm. Tickets are €12 Euro for the Wednesday and 15 for the Thursday and Friday. And this evening at 7 o'clock, uh, Daralimi has a special piece previewing the and talk uh, that show and talking to people in Tala. Very good. So, um, listen, we'll have a bit of music, John. Fair enough, Jim. Um, I know you um, are a great fan of John McCormack, John. And do you know why? Well, you'll tell me. <laughs> I'll tell you anyway. Yes. <laughs> uh, John McCormack, uh, some years before the recording you're going to play, a uh, young boy in boarding, going, going to boarding school in Summerhill in Sligo, which is my alma mater as well. Yes. And he was, mother, father and mother and himself were in the trap going down to Sligo to enrol their young son, John. And they called into my grand-aunt's country pub and, uh, and it was a Sunday and he was 12 years of age. Okay, 
and the mother introduced her fine young son, uh, you know, after they had uh, consumed a cup of tea and a sandwich, and uh, she said, you know, this boy of ours is a beautiful singer. Will, yeah. he, will he sing a song for you? And so young John McCormack sang a song in Clashigani outside Roscommon Town on the way to Sligo as a, a young boy. Yes. And when I went to Sligo as a boarder then myself, um, I remember ser serving mass the first week there. And um, and I was bringing up the chalice and I saw the inscription on it, presented by John McCormack to his old alma mater. Really? Yes. So that's the connection now. And I know. Oh, well, that's... Yeah. So we're well, going to hear it now. A, a Christmas song. Yes. Uh, John McCormack, recorded about 1915 yeah. or so. Yeah. Uh, Adeste Fidelis. Adeste. Isn't that just fantastic? An ideal way to uh, to start prepare, to, to start the Christmas. Oh dear, yeah. Yes. Okay. Well, uh, this morning, East Clare Garda focus. We have uh, Garda Brian Quinn. He should be on the line. If uh, can you hear us, Brian? Brian, good morning. Good morning. You can hear us. I, I can hear you now. Yeah, it's just very broken up there a second ago. Okay. No, morning, Brian. Friend. Morning. Morning. Tell us, what, morning, uh, what news have you for us this morning? Right. Um, <clears throat> first thing I'd like to go over was we had a test of batteries from traffic lights in Killaloo. And they're on Ch in Chantraud. Uh, it's on the road out towards O'Brien Bridge. Um, the three traffic lights there had two batteries taken from each of them um, on the morning of the 8th. Um, it, was, it happened at 3.24 a.m., just in case anyone would have been passing that area at the time or may have seen anything suspicious of lads hanging around the traffic lights. Um, now they're taken very quickly, but just in case anyone's seen anything then. Um, also, we are having a lot of um, bogus callers calling to houses and people calling, um, offering to work on houses. Now, we'd just like to make, kind of make the public aware that... Um, there, these callers, well, the first bet that are calling, they'll call, they'll give phone numbers and stuff like that. They'll offer to clean gutters and do um, power washing and the like. Now, generally, the prices aren't fixed, and prices tend to go up after the work has been done. Um, so I just like to make people aware of that. And if they have people calling them to ring the guards and give us their edge numbers, then we'll go out and we'll, we'll try and meet these people and see who they are and see if they're genuine. Um, there's an awful lot of that going on. Um, also, um, in the last few weeks, we've had um, callers calling to the elderly, um, pretending to be workers from ESB and kind of organisations like that, um, in which they call to the door, they'll come up with some excuse, 
and they'll generally push their way into the house and search the house while the person is there. The person um, does try to stop them, has tried to stop them on occasion, um, and they've just they stayed looking, take cash, jewellery, whatever, um, small items like that. They won't take TVs or electronics. Um, but just to have people aware of that, um, if they do, to, uh, if they do see, any, see anyone calling to elderly neighbours to ring the guards as well, because we'll be straight out to those calls because um, those people are very vulnerable in the community. Um, they're the main things we have. The callers call and doing power washing and um, gutters. Um, it's not illegal what they're doing, calling, but it's the uh, pricing and the, um, the kind of the forceful nature of it afterwards and of course some people into giving them more money than the job was actually worth. Yes. That's, I mean, that's desperate, particularly calling to older, vulnerable people and, and as you say, being the aggressive and forceful and changing prices. I suppose it behoves us all, Brian, you know, to keep an eye on our older neighbours and particularly people living alone and people that we might consider vulnerable. Yes, especially at this time, especially at this time of year, we have an awful lot of it um, because it is in the run-up to Christmas. We used to have a lot of burglaries and thefts. Now we have a lot of this kind of um, these kind of calls going on. Um, some people get a genuine price off them. Do you know what I mean? They're kind of some people are able for them, but it's those people that aren't able for them that are usually taken advantage of. Well, and I, if they think people are too kind of embarrassed to ring the guards after paying, handing over um, generally a lot of, a lot of money. Like do you know what I mean? Kind of high value sums of money um, to them for jobs that you would normally pay very little for. Brian, yeah. Brian, they they <coughs> have a, a tendency as well to name the locals that they have already done work for. I, oh, I, yeah, have, I have experience of that myself last week. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He presented a, 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 a kind of a card with the name of the company on it, but it is it yeah. looked to me as if it had fallen out, out of his pocket onto the road. It was dirty, yeah. crumbled, and anything but a good sales job. But he had yeah. three he had three neighbours' names. Yeah. I, yeah that kind of thing. They'd be very plausible. Wouldn't they? Yeah. So extremely, extremely plausible. Um, and they, they, they do do work, you see. This is, the, this is the issue. They will be doing work. But it's the kind of it's the it's the price afterwards. <laughs> that's the, that's the issue. Yeah. Uh, generally, the price tends to go up. Now there is, is an awful lot of going out going out going on in the area. Um, we generally stop them, get to um, ascertain their details, and try and move them on. Um, now people are in, entering into a verbal contract with them. Um, not the best idea. If you don't know the person, there's no point. There's plenty of people around the area that do work like that. And there's no point in hiring someone you don't know and kind of putting yourself in a situation. And it's not just the elderly that it happens to. It happens to other people. It happens to younger people as well yeah. um, that they do get caught out, especially for things like tarmac um, and power washing jobs. Throw down a bit of um, dress stone on the thing and say, there's your tarmac and charge thousands. It's, yeah. it's unbelievable, yeah. really. Like, but um, people, people always think they're going to get a good deal. But in the end of the day, they're not getting any deal whatsoever. Mm. It's just to have people very aware of it and do watch out for your elderly neighbours and others around. If you do see them in the area, um, ring the guards immediately and we'll be straight out. Um, mm. We'll send the car straight out to, to look for them. It's yeah. the main thing, really. Um, and to try and get the reg numbers of the car. If they see you taking the reg number of the car, 
they'll be less likely to engage with, with chess. You know what I mean? Yes. Um, because you see, you're being suspicious. That yes. they'll be less likely yes. to engage. Anything like that, CCTV around the house, yeah, great job as well. But once you enter into a contract, you kind of, once you hire them to do work, you're going to be ending up paying money. Yeah, so you're on the back foot at that stage. You're on the back foot at that stage, yeah. yeah. And they will, and it has, I've had first-hand experience with uh, people being threatened, oh, we'll come back to your house, we'll do this, we'll do that. So be very aware of it. They're, they'll be very nice and plausible. They'll be yes sir, no sir, and talking away, but they will um, they will turn when they're not getting their own way. So yes. people need to be very, very wary of that this time of year. We've an awful lot that's going on. And there is a good bit of, there's a bit of the calling, pretending to be ESP workers and workers like that as well that's happened um, most recently in West Clare where they entered into the house and took a large sum of money from an elderly person, which pushed past them in the door. If, you, if they're um, don't let anyone into your house. If anyone goes into your house, ring the guard straight away or raise the alarm with a neighbour. Go straight out, take up the edge of the car and try and get someone else's attention and give you a hand because um, they w- once more people start turning up, they will they will leave immediately. Like They, they don't want to be caught. Basically. Of course, yeah, of course. Mm. Okay, Brian. Listen, that's, that's great and very good advice and a timely warning for people in the area uh, if they see yeah, anything yeah. or come across anything like that. Brian, listen, thank you very much for joining us this morning. Happy Christmas. And and if we don't see you again, (laughs) yeah, as John says, a very happy Christmas. Same to yourself. Same to yourself. Happy Christmas. Okay, Brian. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.